With Danny Flexen here for seconds out. Delighted to be joined once again by unbeaten welterweight Chris Congo. Chris, how are you? All good, bro. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. All the better for hearing about your latest fight announcement. Um, you yeah. and fellow unbeaten Michael McKinson going at it on the 6th of March on the uh, Povetkin yeah. White rematch bill. Um, you must be pretty excited. You've been calling out big names for a while now and, and finally someone stepped up to the plate. Yeah, 100%. Um, this is what I want. This is what I come into the sport for. So these, these are the fights that I want, man. I want nothing less than this. And you've both got WBO world rankings. He's up at number six now. He's got the WBO European strap. I think that's probably why. It seems mm -hmm. like you've got a lot to gain from this fight. You could move up quite quickly in those rankings with a victory. 100%. Um, I know I will. Uh, I know once I beat him, it, it should put me within the top 10 of the ranking. So we'll just see how it goes, you know. And obviously you're confident of getting the win, but do you have a, a certain amount of respect for him, the fact that he has decided to, to take this fight with you? Because I know you struggle to get opponents. Yeah, 100%. I, it, it, I, I, give him, I give him all respect because people have been pulling out, especially I was supposed to fight for the British Eliminator. And we all know Liam Taylor pulled out and he's more experienced than, than both of us. So... Yeah, man, like I said, these are the fights I want. So it's good that I got one in play. What do you think will be the key advantages for you in this fight? Because a lot of people will point to your height and reach, but I'm sure it's about more than that. Where, where do you see you having the edge? Um, I just I just know I can beat him. I just know I can beat him. Obviously, my height, I've got height and reach on him, and I've got power. So he knows if I hit him and he's hurt, I'm going to finish him off. So let's let's see. I know this fight won't last and um, I can't wait for it. And he's quite an awkward operator. I know you like to go out and put on a show. It might not be as easy as normal mm -hmm. to do that in this fight because of his style. Is that something you're bothered yeah. about? Uh, no, because every time I fight, it's always exciting. It's always fireworks. And... I'll, I'll eventually get to him. You know, we've got 10 rounds. So however it goes, I know I'm going to get to him at the end of the day, you know? So let's see. And you mentioned about Liam Taylor pulling out of that British title eliminator. With you and Michael McKinson both being in the WBO top 15, this seems like a fight mm -hmm. that's maybe beyond domestic level now. And certainly if you win, would there be any sense in going back for that British title? <clears throat> I mean, only if it makes sense. But once I beat him, I don't think I'll be looking back at a, at a British title. But you never know what what happens in the future. So um, yeah, but once once I'm once I've beat McKinson, I'm definitely looking upwards. And is that upwards in those WBO rankings? You know, the likes of you know Sean Porter and Mikey Garcia, I think, are in the top five. Or, or is it more? You know, not domestic, but European level, perhaps. We know Josh Kelly's fighting for the European title not long before your fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I think it's European level first. Uh, build up, get a few wins under my belt there. Probably even get the European title and then move on to to world level fighters. And who do you like in that um, Avenesian against Kelly fight? Because you must have one eye on the winner. I think it's a good fight. I think uh, uh, Avisian is going to bring the pressure. I think Kelly's going to 
try and be very smart and slick, work off his jab. His jab will be the key to this fight. His jab will set everything up for him. And we all know Avisian's only going to come one way and he's going to bring pressure. So um, Josh Kelly needs to be fit for this fight and stay off the ropes. If you can do that, you'll come out victorious. Now, the the fight being on Sky Sports box office is probably the biggest show of the year so far by that point. How much of a boost is that for you as well? Because you are avoided, but stuff like this puts you in the shop window a bit more, builds your profile. Yeah, 100%. It gets me out there, you know, pay-per-view, the, the numbers go through the roof, especially with a fight like this. And I think it will be more because people want to see how Dylan's going to get on. Mm. So I think the rematches are always, are always a, a, a lot of people are tuned into it more than the actual first fight. So... It will be good in that sense, but <laughs> let's see. I know I'm, I'm willing to, I'm always up for putting on a show anyway. And are you quite relieved that you've managed to get out a bit during the pandemic and again on March the 6th? Because a lot of fighters out there, especially on the small hall circuit, it's a real struggle to get fights at the moment. And, and you know, it's, you're not as active as you would have liked, but it could be worse, I guess. Yeah, 100% could have been a lot worse, but... Um, I'm happy to get out the one time last year. Uh, it would have been ideal if I got out twice. But now I'm back out in March. I'm, I'm over the moon, especially with the opponent that I wanted someone good to come and bring it. And like I said, all I needed was the one fight to get me back in the mix and to get me back into that fighting feeling. And that fight was done. And now we're moving on to the next you look at that last fight, it's very hard as a, an observer to pick out flaws in your performance. It was very impressive. But what do you go back and work on in the gym? Because you're ever improving. You're still only 28. You're, you're you know, on the upward swing of your career. So what are the areas you're looking to improve in the gym at the moment? All areas of my boxing ability. There's always, always work to be done. There's always work um, uh, to be done in the gym with my coaches, even... Even times when I've knocked people out in the first round, I always look and see what could I have done better, you know? And now I'm sure in the next fight, you'll see big improvements. I think my, I think one of the main key facts was when I had Lou for her, I kind of rushed my work a bit when I should have took my time. So, yeah, that's something that I, I spotted out myself. There were, there were other things too. But that's between me and my coaches. But yeah, that's one that that was pretty obvious. From a mindset perspective, you seem like a very composed individual. Do, do other <laughs> fighters ever get under your skin? Are you ever kind of angry when you go in the ring? Never. No one can get under my skin. No fighter will ever get under my skin. Um, because I know it's all part of the game. It's all a joke. I might feed into it at times. Why not? It's a bit of entertainment for me, but no fire can ever get under my skin. None of these comments people are putting, none of them, because they they ain't even in the ring with with um with the opponent that I'm gonna face. So it's it's nothing to me. Do you feel McKinson is the best opponent you face so far? You won't know for sure till you get in there, but based on experience and on paper. Yeah, hundred percent on paper until I get in there. But for now, he will definitely be one of my toughest opponents so far. 
And was it a fight that was even on your radar before it was presented to you? Or was it a bit of a surprise when it when they came to you and said, you know, he's up for fighting you. You both talk about being avoided quite a lot. And now you can fight each other. Well, I asked for him. He didn't ask for me. He's been saying for years. He, he, he said um, something about he's the most avoided, whatnot. But they never, ever made the call once. So who they're fooling? So we made the call. I wanted this fight three years ago. When I was managed by Bro Pryor, I said, yeah, I'll fight McKinson. I'll fight him. They was talking about their, their two high ranks in, in the world to fight me. And they was thinking about fighting Terence Crawford. So now the tables have turned and I've got a belt that he wants. And I w- I've always wanted to fight him. So let's have it. I called. I made the call. And like you said earlier, there is respect to him for, although you made the call, for picking it up and, and accepting the fight. Who's the most avoided fighter in, in Britain now? That's the question, because you're both claiming to be, but now you're fighting each other. You, you can't be the most avoided anymore. Of course. I mean, we'll just have to see. I know I'm coming out victorious that day, regardless. So I, I am bothered. I've, I've had people, I've tried to call out people in the top 15, and they've said no. So... Let's see. That's good stuff. Well, I really appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to the fight, as I'm sure a lot of people watching this are. Um, we'll mm-hmm. catch up again, hopefully, afterwards, if that's all right. Definitely. Great stuff. All right, Chris. Cheers. I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Nice. All right.